This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. It's Zoomer Radio's Theater of the Mind with Frank Proctor. Open your mind as we fill your head with amazing thrills, chills, <laughs> and laughs. Theater of the Mind, the best love programs from radio's golden age, only on Zoomer Radio. Now, here is your master storyteller, Frank Proctor. Well, thank you, and welcome to the show. Marshal Matt Dillon is about to ride into town. Gunsmoke is an American radio and television Western drama series created by director Norman MacDonald and writer John Meston. Now, the stories take place in and around Dodge City, Kansas, during the settlement of the American West. The central character, of course, is lawman Marshal Matt Dillon, played by William Conrad on radio and James Arness on television. The radio series ran from 1952 to 1961. Pretty good run. John Dunning wrote that among radio drama enthusiasts, Gunsmoke is routinely placed among the best shows of any kind and any time. Let's hear the episode entitled Carmen. Around Dodge City and in the territory on West, there's just one way to handle the killers and the spoilers, and that's with the U.S. Marshal and the smell of gun smoke. Gun smoke. Starring William Conrad, the story of the violence that moved west with young America, the story of a man who moved with it, Matt Dillon, United States Marshal. Chester. Chester. Chester, where are you? Back here, Mr. Dillon. Come on out. Yes, sir, Mr. Dillon. As soon as I get my boots on. Your boots on? What are you doing? Sleeping? No, sir. Just washing my feet. <laughs> well, now, I hope you didn't have any plans for tonight. Uh, what did you want me to do, Mr. Dillon? Well, I want you to stay on Front Street for a few hours while I go up and have a toddy with Big Kate. But if you're going to oh, be busy... Oh, no, sir. Right? I haven't got anything to do. I'd be proud to stay here. <laughs> Just look at the dust in that street with... Uh-oh. Mr. Dillon? Huh? Looks like Major Randall from Fort Dodge crossing over here. Ah. Open the door for him, Chester. <laughs> Major will like that. Come in, Major Randall. Come in, sir. Marshal Dillon. Hello, Major. Marshal, I want to talk to you about last Saturday's affair. Well, Saturday was a pretty lively day around here, Major. Which affair do you mean? You surprise me, Marshal. Two United States Army soldiers were murdered while driving a supply wagon from here to Fort Dodge. A government payroll was stolen, and you seem to have taken no interest in the matter. Well, now, Major, protecting the Army isn't exactly... The Army can protect itself, Marshal. That isn't the point at all. Well, if that's true, Major, how come there are only two soldiers carrying your payroll? 
You've got plenty of men out there and plenty of guns. Where were they? On maneuvers. On maneuvers? My command, Marshal, troops remain in garrison as little as possible. Well, then you were asking for trouble, Major, knowing that there was a payroll coming in. The arrival of the payroll was secret. Even the two men carrying it didn't know what it was. Well, the word must have got out somehow. It seems to me, Major, like somebody out at the fort must have told him. There are no traitors in my command, Sheriff. Uh, Major, I'm not a sheriff. You, you see it more Never like mind. That. Marshal, I demand to know what you intend doing about this crime. All right, I'll tell you, Major. Nothing. What? If I knew who did it, I'd make the arrest, but I don't, so there's nothing I can do. I see. Well, Marshal, I regard this crime as a demonstration of your inability to control these Dodge City ruffians, and therefore I shall do it myself. How's that, Major? If no arrests are made in this matter, I'll give these bad men of yours a taste of martial law. We'll see how they like that. I wouldn't try that, Major. The streets will be patrolled 24 hours. Now listen to me, Major. You don't know these men. Sure, there are some bad ones here, but most of them are just wild. Free and wild. But you run the army in here and they'll all fight. Hmm. Let them. You've been stationed at Fort Dodge two months now, haven't you, Major? How long have you been out on the frontier? This is my first tour, thank heaven. Well, then I advise you to take it easy. You get to know the ways of this land. You may save your advice, Marshal. There'll be trouble, Major. Bad trouble. If necessary. Nonetheless, the Army will take over within the week, or before, if there are any more of these crimes committed against it. Good day, gentlemen. My... You think he'll do it, Mr. Dillon? Yeah, he made a mistake, and he's a hot-headed fool, Chester. You try it. Well, can't you stop him? I don't know. Well, I'll be at Big Kate's later on. You can find me there if you need me. All right, Mr. Dillon. Hey, Marshal, come here. What is it, Shiloh? There's talk of Dodge being run by the Army, Marshal. So? So I don't like it. I and most of the men around here got out back in 65. We've had all the Army we need. Yeah, I know. But maybe things will work out. And if they don't work out, which side are you fighting on, Dylan? Where do you stand? I'm hired to keep the peace, Shiloh, not to answer fool questions. You calling me a fool? Well, say it. No, you're drunk, Shiloh. You saying I'm drunk, Marshal? Is that it? All right, Shiloh, I'll show you how drunk you are. Now, when he comes around, tell him I took his gun. He can get it back in the morning. And if he objects to that, tell him to look me up and I'll throw him in jail. It's Matt, Kate. Well, come on in. Well, sit down, Matt. I'll fix your toddy. Thank you, Kate. You could thank me best by buying a drink at the bar downstairs once in a while. Well, why should I? I get better whiskey for free up here. <laughs> at least you're honest. Well, what's in the wind, Marshal Dillon? Would you just come up here because you're tired of sitting with your back to a wall? <laughs> you're right, Kate. It's the only place in Dodge where I can relax. That's probably just because you don't consider me worth killing. Uh, how old am I, Matt? <coughs> oh, what? You heard me. 
<laughs> well, uh, I never thought much about it, Kate. You sure didn't. What are you getting at, anyway? Just that if I was 20 years younger, you probably wouldn't come here at all. Oh? And why? Here's your toddy. Forget it. <laughs> Anything you say, Kate. You know, Matt, you ought to get yourself a girl. Oh, now, Kate, don't say that. I mean it, sure. Somebody like, we'll say Connie Dell. There's a real pretty girl. A lot of fire. <laughs> oh, you're sure a conniving old woman, Kate. You're just no good at all, you are. <laughs> <laughs> you say worse than that. I told Connie she'd come up and have a drink with us the next time you show me. All right, Kate, if it pleases you. It does. Connie! Now there's fresh cigars in that box by your chair, Matt. Well, now. Had him brought in by the Santa Fe Railroad all the way from St. Louis. Evening, Miss Kate. Oh, come on in, Connie. I've corralled the marshal for you. Sit down, honey. I'll fix you a dress. And don't let her talk bother you, Connie. Well, I, I did ask to meet you, Marshal. No? Why? Why'd you want to meet me? Maybe just to see if you're really as cold and cruel as you seem downstairs. And? I can't tell yet. But I don't think you are. Yeah, a profession like mine leaves its mark on a man. There's always trouble of some kind, isn't there? Most always. Like this army business now. Yeah. Will it be bad, Marshal? Yeah, it could be. Well, I'll figure it this way, Matt. Major's in trouble, and he's trying to cover it up by threatening to take over Dodge. Well, any more difficulties, and he will do it. Blasted Greenwood. Uh, say, Connie, your corporal been in? He left a while ago. Well, what's he say? How'd the soldiers feel about all this? Well, I don't think they want to mix it with all these gunmen and buffalo hunters and the like. Yeah. The Major will wish he were back on maneuvers if it starts. Maneuvers? So that's where they've all been. No wonder it's been so quiet. But that corporal of yours, Connie, how come he didn't go out? He's not my corporal, Miss Kate. He's, he's just a lonely kid. <laughs> All right. Seems like he spends more time here than at the fort. How's he managed that? Oh, they made him a clerk, a sort of bookkeeper. His time's pretty much his own. Uh-huh. Well, he's lucky. He's got a good, safe job, too. Suppose it is. Well, I'd better get back. Now that we've met, Marshal, you might stop and buy me a drink next time you're here. I'm afraid not, Connie. No? You're too distracted. I might get careless and shot at. I take that as a compliment, Marshal. It is. Good night, Marshal. Thank you. Don't you mention it, honey. Well, Matt? You said her name's Connie Dell, Kate. Where's she from? I never ask the girls anything. <laughs> yeah, maybe, but you always find out. Now, come on, tell me. Hey, City, last. Uh-huh. Uh, what's the name of this corporal who's been sniffing around? Bowers, Corporal Bowers. Oh, here, let me sweep that toddy for you. All right. You put me in mind of a man I knew back in Wichita. Yeah? He was the slipperiest, sidewind, <laughs> and the stubbornest man I ever knew. Even Mr. Dillon? Everything quiet, Chester? Yes, sir. But it's like everybody's holding his juice for the army if it comes. It's quiet and mean, Mr. Dillon. That's it, just, just quiet and mean. Yeah. 
All right, Chester, you can go to bed. I'll stay around for a little while longer. Yes, Mr. Jones. Oh, uh, first thing in the morning, I want you to go to the depot and have him send a message to the sheriff in Hayes City. That'd be Mr. Hickok? Yeah, ask Bill to send me all the information he can about a dance hall girl named Connie Dell. She left there about a month ago. Connie Dell. I'll do it, Mr. Dell. And uh, bring me the answer as soon as it comes in, huh? Well, we ought to have it by tomorrow evening. Yeah, I hope so. Well, good night, Chester. Good night, Mr. Dillon. I got it from Mr. Hightower down at the railroad depot, Mr. Dillon. It'd come in at 7 o'clock. Oh, good. Let me see it, Chester. Here. Uh, Connie Dell worked Golden Horn Bar here. Left about a month ago. A stranger and called... Billy Grounds. Nothing against girl, but believe Grounds a wild one. Has anybody shot you yet? <laughs> Regards, Hickok. Um, what's up, Mr. Dillon? Well, I don't know, Chester. I don't quite know. Uh, look, you go over and ask Big Kate if she's heard anything about this Billy Grounds. All right, Mr. Dillon. Marshal? Huh? What is it, Shiloh? I want you to smell my gun. Here. here. What? And go on, smell it. Yeah, all right. It hasn't been fired. What are you worried about? Well, uh, I've been talking a lot lately, and a, a man was just shot out behind the Long Branch. A soldier. Any witnesses to this? Well, who saw it? I, I, I just heard the shot. I want to know who killed this soldier. Well, maybe nobody did see it, Marshal. Maybe nobody cares much about it anyway. Just a soldier. <laughs> Wait a minute. All right, you men, I'm going to tell you something. If I don't find who shot this man, the army will move in here for sure. Not the whole army, Marshal. They won't all move in. Why not? My shot's rifle can kill a buffalo at 200 yards. I reckon it'll kill soldiers at three. <laughs> Let me through here. Let me through. Let me through here. Hello, Marshal. Well, what have we got this time? Uh-oh. Uh Soldier. Yeah. Well, he needs an autopsy just like anybody else. That was the man that shot him. He'd get hurt, maybe? Take a good look, Doc. He isn't even armed. This isn't a shooting. This is a murder. Hey, you're right, Marshal. Oh, well, I'll get him up to my office. Here, now give me a hand, somebody. You may have a better day tomorrow, Doc, but I hope I can spoil it for you. I'm riding out to Fort Dodge right now. Well, Marshal, what brings you here? Trouble, Major. What sort of trouble? Murder. A soldier? Yeah. Who? I don't know, some private. Why haven't I been informed of this? It just happened about an hour ago. In Dodge City, of course. In Dodge City. Have you arrested the murderer? Nobody saw it happen. I see. Well, Marshal, you leave me no choice. I shall have now, to... Now, hold it, Major. I didn't ride out here just to carry news for you. I want something from you. From me, Marshal? Yeah. I want you to keep all soldiers out of Dodge for the next 48 hours. Put it off limits. <laughs> That's not exactly what I had in mind, Marshal. But you're going to do it anyway. What? Now listen, Major. Dodge City's an armed camp. It's full of men who fought Indians, who fought the war between the states, and who fought each other ever since they could spit. 
They'll fight you next. They'll make you hate it. Marshal Dillon, I shall report your treasonable talk. Report what you like, but stay out of Dodge. Now, I'll make you a deal, Major. Give me 48 hours and I'll find your killers. You better take it. All right. But I want the criminals delivered here. Sure, Major. And I might have to kill them to get them here. Hello, Doc. You drinking up the profit you made off of that soldier? Uh, uh, oh, 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 hello, Marshal. <laughs> the uh, boy's name was Bone, according to the letter I found on him. Uh-huh. Anything else? Yes. Dug a couple of slugs out of him. It's a funny thing, Marshal. I haven't happened on lead like that since 65. What do you mean, Doc? Well, I'd swear that boy was shot with a... Calvary pistol. I'll see you later, Doc. And mind you, can't prove it. Not exactly, but I would swear. Come in. Hello, Kate. Did Chester see you? He did. Well... Matt, I get my information through the girl. Some of it's true. Some is bound to be just talk. I'll weed it out. Connie's been seen riding out at night toward the Arkansas down by Brandy Bend. What for? Well, I don't know. Could be this feller Billy Grounds. Yeah. His name's never been mentioned around here. My guess is he's never been in town. Anything else? One thing. Corporal Bowers and Connie went for a ride one night. When? Night before that payroll was robbed. Yeah, figures. Where's Connie now? Over at the Longhorn, eating a steak. It's kind of late for supper, isn't it? She works late. Matt. Yeah? Next girl I steer you into, I'll pull her fangs first. <laughs> no, thank you, Kate. I like them better this way. <laughs> Connie? Well, this is a surprise, Marshal. May I sit down? Of course. Thank you. You sure Corporal Bowers won't mind? Don't be silly. Anyway, he's away at the fort. Uh-huh. What time do you leave, Connie? I don't know. About seven, I think. Why? Anyone with him? Yeah, Private Bone. Marshal, you think Bowers shot him, is that it? You know any reason why he would, Connie? They were friends. They worked together in the bookkeeping office. I see. Tell me, Connie, Bowers say much about his job there or what he does and all? No, Marshal. He never talked about it. Handled expenses for supplies and the like? Figured out the payroll? I don't know. Bowers would be in a good spot to know when to expect the payroll money in, wouldn't he? Even when it was kept a secret? You'd have to ask him, Marshal. I don't know anything about the Army. But this isn't why you found me here, is it? <laughs> of course not, Connie. I'm, I'm sorry. 
Hey, you look real pretty tonight. Why, thank you, Marshal. You really mean it? Sure. Sure I do. I have to work late tonight, but I can get off tomorrow evening. Marshal, would you go for a ride with me? There'll be a moon. Where would we ride to, Connie? I don't know. Anywhere, maybe. Maybe along the Arkansas. Oh, I know. Let's let's ride down toward Brandy Bend. All right, Connie. We ride down to Brandy Bend. You're all dressed up, Mr. Dillon. You going somewhere? Yeah, after supper I am, Chester. Got me an engagement. Going riding with Connie Dell in the moonlight along the river. Is she a nice girl, Mr. Dillon? All girls are nice, Chester. Some fall in with bad company, that's all. Yes, sir. Mr. Dillon? Yeah. Who'd this one fall in with? Me. Oh, now, Mr. Dillon, that's not so. Then who'd you think, Chester? Come on, tell me. Billy Grounds. You don't give me much credit for romance, Chester. No, sir. <laughs> but don't look so worried about it. I-, I was thinking, would you like me to follow you tonight, Indian style? Uh, thanks, Chester, but it wouldn't help. You see, I'm riding into an ambush. It'll be over fast. Real fast. Well, all right, Mr. Dillon, if that's the way you want it. That's the way it's got to be. Uh, and as soon as I leave, I want you to ride out to Fort Dodge and see the Major. Yes, sir. Uh, what uh, about... Tell him to arrest Corporal Bowers for the murder of Private Bone. I think Bone found out where the leak about that payroll money came from, and Bowers had to shut him up. The Major won't like that, will he? Well, tell him I'll prove it. And anyway, I think Bars will confess fast enough when the time comes. When'll that be, Mr. Dillon? When I get back to town. With Billy Grounds. What about the girl? Well, it's like I told you, Chester. Nice girl. Bad company. You know, I had me a girl once. Huh? Well, you never told me about that, Chester. What happened? It was over in Abilene. I gave her my money to go to St. Louis and buy some wedding clothes. She wanted that. So? Well, I don't know, Mr. Dillon. I guess she just liked it there in St. Louis. I'm going down the street, Chester. You better get started for the fort soon. Yes, sir, Mr. Dillon. Evening, Marshal. Uh, hello, Shiloh. I feel a little drunk coming on, Marshal. Well, then check your guns back there with Chester. What if the army comes tonight? I'll need my gun. Then stay sober. Uh, but uh, if the army doesn't come, I'll have stayed sober for nothing. Every man's got his problem, Shiloh. But uh, if I see you drunk and wearing your gun, you'll wake up brokenhearted in jail tomorrow. Tonight I'm going to get drunk enough to draw on you, Marshal. That's so, Shiloh? Then some night you're going to die. Marshal? Oh, hello, Connie. I got up a little early. Shall we go now? Anytime. I keep my horse at the National. I'll meet you at the edge of town. Oh, 
You ashamed to be seen with me? Oh, no, Marshal. But well, you know how people talk. Sure, Connie. I'll wait for you just down the trail. I'll hurry. <laughs> Have we come pretty fast, Connie? You want to get on for a minute? I'm all right. All right. We'll let the horses blow a little and then move on, huh? You nervous, Connie? No. Why? Well, then sit down relax. All right. This better? Yeah. Ah, sure is a nice night. Yeah, it's beautiful. You're not even looking at it, Connie. Is something on your mind? No, of course not. Why should there be? I don't know. You tell me. It, it's nothing, Marshal, really. Connie, let me ask you something. You ever see a man killed? What? Why'd you say that? Well, did you? Yes. Once in the saloon. Ah. Tell me. Do you have a fair chance? Yeah, he even drew first. Then you never saw a man shot in the back. Or ambushed. What do you mean, Marshal? I think it sort of goes against your grain, Connie, the idea of a man being killed without a fair chance. I get it, Marshal. All right. Go ahead. Down by the river near Brandy Bend, Billy Grounds is waiting to shoot me in the back. Then why did you come, Marshal? It's my job. I suppose you know about everything. I think so. What are you going to do? Connie, unless I made a mistake about you, I I think you're going to let me have a fair chance at him. Somehow. Why should I? What does it mean to me? I don't know, Connie. I, I don't know. But you think about it. You think about it all the way to Brandy Bend. Now, come on. Let's ride. Make a nice camp down here. Plenty of wood. Get your own water right out of the Arkansas. Don't you think, Connie? A man could hide out for a long time down here. Marshal. He could be safe here, even while the army was trying to move into Dodge. A lot of men were being killed back there. It's peaceful here. Quiet. Marshal, I can't do it. Tell me, Connie. That, that big cottonwood up ahead, on the left. All right. Keep moving. When we get there, I'm going to ride fast. I'll hang on to the offside of my horse for cover. When I start, you turn around. Get back out of gunfire. Yeah, it sure is pretty down here, Connie. You know, maybe someday we can come down and go fishing, huh? That river's full of catfish. Did you ever get a catfish dinner? Oh, that can be mighty good when they're small. Back, Connie. 
Connie. Connie. Yeah, he's dead, Connie. I'm all right, Marshal. I'm sorry about this, Connie. I'm sorry I had to do it. He killed your horse. I'll show you where his is. And the money. Then you can take me back to Dodge. To jail. All right, Connie. But you won't be in jail for long. Here, have my word. Not for long. Let's go, Marshal. Gunsmoke. Under the direction of Norman MacDonald, stars William Conrad as Matt Dillon, U.S. Marshal. Tonight's story was especially written for Gunsmoke by John Meston, with music composed and conducted by Rex Corey. Featured in tonight's cast were Michael Ann Barrett and Jeanette Nolan, with Harry Bartell and Don Diamond. Parley Bear is Chester, and Howard McNear is Doc. Join us again next week as Matt Dillon, U.S. Marshal, fights to bring law and order out of the wild violence of the West in... Gun smoke. The adventure just begins with Gun Smoke on CBS Radio. Still ahead tonight, Gene Autry, Tarzan, Gangbusters, and Stars in the Air. Yes, listen in for them all on most of these same CBS radio stations. This is Roy Rowan speaking. And remember, for your free convention handbook, write to Time, CBS Chicago 90, Illinois. This is the CBS Radio Network. Stay tuned for Phil Harris and Alice Fay next on Theater of the Mind. Time now for the rather boisterous person who, as well as being a fine musician, was also a pretty great comic. Here comes Phil Harris with the tale of renewing a driver's license. Good health to all from Rexall. It's the Phil Harris Alice Bay Show, presented transcribed by the makers of Rexall drug products and 10,000 independent Rexall family druggists. Good health to all from Rexall. And now your Rexall family druggist brings you the Phil Harris Alice Bay Show. Written by Ray Singer and Dick Chevrolet with Elliot Lewis, Walter Tetley, Robert North, Janine Roos, Anne Whitfield, Walter Sharp and his music, yours truly, Bill Foreman, and starring Alice Bay and Phil Harris. A few weeks ago, Alice bought a new car. She's been driving with a learner's permit, but today she's going down to take the test for her driver's license. She's a little nervous, so she's asked Phil and Frankie to drive down with her. Come on, 
now be careful, Phil. You're going a little too fast. Alice. And put your hand out when you make a turn. Alice. What's what you're doing? You went through a red light. Alice. What? You're driving. <laughs> I'm so nervous about taking my test, I forgot. I've never seen such lousy driving. <laughs> Alice, you mind if I get out of this death trap? <laughs> Don't be sarcastic. I happen to be a very good driver. I was the best one in the driving school, and the teacher said my driving was All right, was all right. You're a good driver. Now get off the sidewalk and back on the road. <laughs> Frankie, if you don't like what I'm doing, you can get out and walk. Why should I? You didn't get fresh with me. <laughs> if you were to try to kiss me, I'd be forced to defend my honor and leave. All right, Remley, all right. And stop already. Look, Alice, here's the Motor Vehicle Bureau. There's a parking space right there in back of that cop's motorcycle. That's it. Now slow down. That's fine. Now back in. Oh, I don't want to back in. It seems like such a sneaky way to do it. <laughs> I have enough room to go in forward. Honey, I don't think you can make it Please, if you... Please, Bill, I know what I'm doing. I can get into that space with my eyes closed. What's this? You can open your eyes, dear. You're in. Uh-oh. The cop's motorcycle was knocked over. Did I do that? No, dear. It's just a nervous motorcycle. <laughs> you see, when you raced your engine, the motorcycle got flustered, jumped up in the air, and fell over in a dead faint. Yeah, you know those high-strung Harley Davidsons. <laughs> hey, Alice, quick. You better back up before somebody sees us. Now, hurry up. Okay. Back up. Alice, is the car in back of you? He found it. Well, dear, you're batting a thousand. You got one going forward, you got one going backward. You want to stop now, or would you care to try one sideways? I think if you put a little English on it, you can hit that truck across the street. Get me all upset. Anyway, this time I didn't hit a cop's motorcycle. What did she hit, Frankie? I don't know. Must be a company car. There's a sign up. What does it say? Los Angeles Police Department. <laughs> oh, it's only a squad car. It's a squad car! <laughs> hey, Alice, quick. Slide over. Let me get at that wheel. Slide over. Oh. Hold it there! Uh-oh, here comes Felix Flatfoot. <laughs> Policeman? Yeah, Lester Lockstep in person. <laughs> Alice, you be quiet and let Frankie and me handle this. We'll get you off the hook. We'll kid him out of it. Yeah. Cops have a wonderful sense of humor. Well, nice driving, buddy. Oh, it was nothing. Glad you liked it. <laughs> I didn't like it. Who cares? I don't believe anybody asked for your opinion. <laughs> You don't seem to realize who I am. I'm wearing a uniform. Well, bully for you. <laughs> now run along and deliver your telegrams and leave us alone. <laughs> These Western Union boys certainly... Frankie, are... hmm? 
He's not a Western Union boy. Well, thank you. I'm glad somebody recognized me. Well, you'll have to forgive my friend. He's not familiar with the Cub Scout uniform. Some <laughs> of the wise guys, huh? I'm going to throw the book at you. Fellas, this one doesn't have a sense of humor. I think we got a straight man. Alice, please. I told you that we'll handle this. Well, if you're not a Cub Scout or a Western Union messenger, just what is your racket? Who are you? Who am I? I'll break it to you easy. You see this badge? What does it say on it? L-A-P-D. Pleased to meet you, Mr. Lappet. Lappet? Yeah, that's short for Lapidus. It's, uh... My name ain't Lapidus, it's Cassidy. Cassidy? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't recognize you without your horse, Hoppy. Hey, Frankie, this is Hopalong Cassidy. I'm not impressed. I'm Roy Rogers, man. <laughs> If you two comics are through, you can come with me. Come on. Now, wait a minute, officer. Don't blame them. It's a natural mistake. You do look a lot like Hopalong Cassidy. I don't care if I... I... I do? Yes. Only you're even better looking. <laughs> in fact... In fact, you're one of the handsomest men I've ever seen. <laughs> well, it's nice you... you very... <laughs> You doing anything tonight, Blondie? Uh, now, wait a minute, officer. She happens to be my wife. Quiet, knothead. I'm writing you out a ticket. What's the charge? Reckless driving. You knocked over my motorcycle. Got a driver's license? Yes, sir. What's your name? Bill Harris. Where do you live? Encino. Where do you live? North Hollywood. What's your name? James Cassidy. Let me see your driver's license. Very well, I have. I have a uniform. A likely story. But I tell you... Let me what... smell your breath. Honest, I am... Quiet, I'm writing you out a ticket. But please, sir, I didn't mean... I'm the one that's writing out the ticket. Now, let me see your driver's license. All right, all right. Here you are. Thought I didn't have one, huh? Well, I'm a law-abiding citizen, and I know all the rules and regulations. And you'll find my driver's license in perfect order. Yeah, except for one little detail. What's that? It expired three months ago. It expired? Well, gee, officer, I didn't realize it. A likely story. You stay out of this. <laughs> Here's your ticket, Mr. Harris. You'll find quite a few charges on it. Now, you can't do this to me. I'm a celebrity. I'm Phil Harris, the radio star. Well, good for you. In that case, you can afford a bigger fine. Be in court in the morning. In the meantime, have your license renewed and don't try to drive until you do. So long. But, officer, I didn't do any. Oh, Alice, why didn't you tell him that you were driving the car? Oh, but, Phil, if he gave me a ticket, it would spoil my chance of getting my driver's license. Oh, honey, it was sweet of you to take the blame from me. Yeah, you wouldn't have got your license. I guess you're right. Well, after all, it'll only take me a few minutes to renew my license. Let's go in the Motor Vehicle Bureau and get it over with. Hey, Frankie, will you park the car? Yeah, okay, girl. Come on, Alice. Hey, honey, as soon as they recognize me in there, I'll get my license renewed. Eee, like that. Because huh. they don't recognize you. Well, I'll make sure they do. I'll walk in singing like this. One, two. Well, 
Well, look at them shuffling, shuffling down, rambling, scrambling, the heading for town, hustling, bustling, buzzing around, happily awaiting at the station. Well, look at the train, the number 709, huffing and puffing and arriving on time. Who do you think's about to arrive? The band they call the Dixieland Five. They're gonna play that muskrat ramble tune. The way you never ever heard it played Get ready for the big parade All together now One and two Come on and join the happy throng Feel the beat of that ramble And scramble and muskrat song Come on and ramble along Look at them shuffling, shuffling down. Look at the band parading all over town. Look at the happiness going around. Well, everybody's up and celebrating. Look at the drummer entertaining the gang. Clinking and clanging with the bing and the bang. Changing the town from dead to alive. The band they call the Dixieland Five. You're going to hear them play old Dixieland. You better get your reservation planned. In person for a one-night stand. All together now, one and two. Come on to join the happy throng. Feel the beat of that shuffle and scuffle and muskrat song. Come on to ramble along. Dixieland, you better get your reservation planned in person for a one night stand. All together now, one and two. Come on to join the happy throng. Feel the beat of that shuffle and scuffle and muskrat song. Come on and ramble along. Hiya, Cassidy. What's on your mind? Hey, George, I want you to do me a favor. Sure. Some wise guy named Phil Harris is coming in to renew his driver's license. He thinks he's a big shot. So when he comes in, I want you and the boys to give him the works. Oh, we know how to handle that type. Hey, Jack, when this Harris guy comes in, I want you and Eddie to get in line and back up him and make believe you're applying for a license, too. Okay, George. We'll take care of Harris. <laughs> Drive crazy, fellas. Here he comes. He's the one with the blonde hair. I've been a duck. All right, leave it off, Cassidy. Eddie, you and Jack go out and get in line and back up. Say, pardon me, bud, but uh, where do I renew my driver's license? Oh, right here. What's your name, sir? <coughs> um, <laughs> I, sir, am Phil Harris. Phil Harris? Oh, when I tell the boys, fellas, look who's here, Phil Harris! <laughs> See, Alice, it happens every time. <laughs> you people are kind of impressed at... 
seen me, aren't you, bud? Oh, yes. We haven't been so thrilled since Lassie came in for a dog life. <laughs> now, what can I do for you? Well, I want to have my license renewed. Oh, very well. There'll be a few questions to answer. First, who are you sired by? <laughs> Why do I have to answer questions? All I want is a license. Here's my old one. Give me a new one. Oh, you optimist, you. It's not that simple. Before I can stamp your license, you'll have to take an eye test, a road sign test, a traffic law test, a driving test, a loyalty test, a blood test, and a screen test. <laughs> well, why do I have to go through all that? I've been driving for 20 years. We have to be very strict about who we issue licenses to. You mean that I have to go through all that, too? Oh, I didn't see you, miss. What did you want, Blondie? Well, well, I, I want a driver's license. You ever had a license before, dear? No. <laughs> no, I just learned to drive. And you want a license, honey? Yes, sir. <laughs> Here you are, darling. <laughs> Take this over to window four. Oh, thank you. See you later, Phil. Now, wait a minute. Why do I have to go through all those tests and she gets her license stamped right away? She's prettier than you are. <laughs> Only because she's wearing makeup. <laughs> Look, I'm sick and tired of the red tape. All I want to do is renew my license and I don't need no written test or no eye test. Now, please, the tests are very important for the safety of the public. I got no time to argue. There are two men waiting in line in back of you. But look, mister, I want to... Please, come... step aside. Oh. Now, what can I do for you, sir? I, I want a driver's license. Very well. Step right up to the window. What window? <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't see very well. Where is it? Right over here. <laughs> All right. Don't help me. I'll manage to find it. Ah, this must be the window Get your nose out of my face Oh, pardon me I mistook the lines in your face for the bars on the window Now, uh, uh, now, now let me see now uh, Where is that window? This way uh, Keep talking, keep talking I'll come in on the sound of your voice Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> There we are Now you say you want a driver's license? Yes well, I'll have to give you the eye test. How is your vision? Perfect. You passed. <laughs> Here's your license. Nice thorough examination. Thanks for the license. Uh, now, if you'll just aim me toward the door, I'll be on my way. <laughs> Good luck. Oh, and by the way, if you ever get a chance... Drop in and get yourself a pair of glasses, will you? Well, I've been trying to for three years, but I can never find the optometrist's office. <laughs> well, I'll be seeing you. With what? <laughs> How come you gave him a license? Who? That baseball umpire that just left. <laughs> what kind of a night test was that? Now, we have to be strict. We can't have reckless drivers on the streets. <laughs> now, what is it you wanted again? I want to renew my driver's license. All I and want is for me, you bud, to take... I'm, I'm next. I want a driver's license. Oh, yes, sir. 
How long have you been driving? Two weeks. You got any... T- <laughs> got any tickets for traffic violations? About 22. <laughs> you ever been jailed on a traffic charge? A six or seven times. You ever hit a pedestrian? Only when they get my way. <laughs> I like your attitude. Here's your license. Hold it! Now, why did you give him a license? Why shouldn't I? In two weeks, he got 22 tickets. He was in jail seven times, and he hits pedestrians when they get in his way. So he made one little mistake. A man is trying, he should be given another chance. After all, that's a democratic way you do it. Never mind him. Now, how about me? Oh, yes. What was it you wanted again? <laughs> I just want to renew my driver's license. Why didn't you say so? If that's all you want, it won't take any time at all. Well, what do you know? Twelve o'clock in time for lunch. I'll be back in an hour. Come back here. <laughs> All I want is my driver's license. I... <laughs> well, Bill, I'm all ready to... What are you laughing at? Oh, I just thought of a joke. That was... Who's laughing? <laughs> they put me through all that red tape, and the guy gave you your license just like that. Oh, that was no license he gave me. That was just an application. I'm doing fine, dear. I just passed my eye test. Oh, that was a tough one. <laughs> I passed my written test, too. And now I'm going out to take my driving test. I got a tip for you. What? If you can hit somebody, it'll help. <laughs> I never saw such a place. I'm having nothing but trouble. Trouble. Oh, cheer up, honey. Don't be a grouch. Stay with the happy people. Huh? That sounds suspiciously like... It is. We've got to stay with the happy people To have your fun live in the land of joy Stay with the happy people Is a Christmas call Down through the endless ages Tears have been contagious And take it from me That misery Is looking around for company So stay, stay, stay With the happy people Don't you wrinkle your brow It's strictly out of style just stay with the people who love to wear a smile. Smile, 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 won't you wear a smile, 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 won't you wear a smile, 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 won't you wear a smile, if you want to stay with the happy people. Have your fun, live in the land of joy. If you want to stay with the happy people. Happy people, don't you 
wrinkle your brow, it's strictly out of style. Just stay, stay, stay with the people. Love, love, love all the people. <laughs> well, how are we doing, Cassidy? Wonderful, George. Wonderful. You guys really got that Harris character going. <laughs> Hi, Officer Cassidy. Here are the groceries your wife wants you to bring home. Oh, thanks, Julius. What are you guys laughing at? <laughs> Some wise guy's trying to renew his driver's license. We're making it tough for him. I don't think that's a very nice thing to do. Who is the poor fellow you're doing this to? <laughs> Phil Harris. As I was saying, it's not a very nice thing to do, and how can I help louse up the big slop? <laughs> well, we're trying to think of some tough tests to give him. Have you got any suggestions? Yeah, let me give him the tests. I'll tell him I'm a new clerk you put on part-time. <laughs> okay. That's Harris banging on my window now. You better open it up, George. Okay, this is going to be a pleasure. Well, it's about time you opened your window. What's on your mind, Mac? <laughs> well, sir, I want to renew my... No, 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 not you. Yeah, 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 it's me. <laughs> what are you doing behind there, you little squirt? I just started working part-time, and if you want a license, you'll have to deal with me. Look, Julius, if you think I'm going to let you Please, get in... don't aggravate me. I'm a very nasty little clerk when I'm upset. Now, then, let's get on with your test. Now, wait a minute. I'm not going to take any tests from you because you won't give me a fair break. Mr. Harris, I assure you my personal feelings will not bias my opinions. Well, well, in that case, all right. Just because I hate your guts don't mean I won't give you a fair test. <laughs> I tell you, I'm not going to... The eye test? Oh, that's a cinch. I know how to answer that one. Go ahead, ask me the question. How's your vision? Perfect. I pass. Give me my license. Stamp, 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 stamp. Give me another... Not so fast. Got to read the chart on the wall face. Cover your left eye and read the top line. Okay. A. M. L. P. Now cover your right eye and read the second line. P R S B. Now cover both eyes and read the third line. <laughs> if it's all right with you, can I feel the letters a little? I'll be lenient. I'll let you read it with one eye open. Oh, I'd hate to cheat like that. Go ahead, read the third line. Q F X. W Z. Now pronounce it. <laughs> well, stop stalling, Mac. Pronounce it. Roberts. Bovol. Quamps. Why? You can't read 
Right. <laughs> if there are things you're on the road, if you came across a word like that on a road sign, you wouldn't know what it meant. Well, where will I ever come across a sign like that? It don't mean nothing. That's what you think. In Czechoslovakia, it means no you thing. <laughs> How do you like that? I've been driving for 20 years, and I didn't know that in Czechoslovakia, you're not allowed to make a quamps. <laughs> Look, I'm not going to take any more of this from you. This is the most outrageous thing that I've ever okay, heard of. I'm not going to... Okay, I'll take over now. I think we got about as far as we can. With you're that. darn right you have, because I'm a citizen, and I demand my rights. Very well. Very funny. Yeah. Now, what was it you wanted again? <laughs> I remember. You wanted to renew your driver's license. Now we're getting someplace. Well, just fill out this application in no time at all. We'll have... Well, the five o'clock whistle. Time to go home. Good night, sir. Wait. Open that window. Open the window, I say. You can't do this to me. I want my license. Open it. Now, Phil, look. I passed all the tests and got my driver's license. How did you do? I didn't get one. Come on, let's go home. I've been framed. They wouldn't give me my license. Well, one consolation. Now that you can't drive, you can't get any more tickets. Oh, there's the car across the street. Well, wait here, and I'll get Frankie to drive it over. Oh, Bill! Bill, be careful crossing the street, you... Don't tell me how to cross the street. I've been crossing them for 35 years. Hey, Harris! Oh, it's you, Cassidy. I got something for you. My driver's license? No, a ticket for jaywalk. No! No! <laughs> Good health to all from Rexall. Folks, this is Phil Harris again, and as you may know, the present time I'm crossing the country with a big two-hour stage show, including my chief stooge, Jackson Benny, then we have Rochester, gorgeous film star Vivian Blaine, my whole band, and many other wonderful extra acts, all in person. Tonight we play Milwaukee. Tomorrow, Monday, we play Peoria. This Tuesday, we'll be in St. Louis. This Wednesday, Indianapolis. Thursday, Grand Rapids. Friday in Detroit. Saturday, Toledo. And next Sunday, in Cleveland. It's a great show, and I hope you'll ask for your tickets early because they're going fast. Join us on the air again next Sunday. Thanks, and good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Thank you for listening. Tomorrow night, it's Nero Wolf, followed by Fibber McGee and Molly. Thanks to Paul Stringer and Joel Schoenwell for technical support. The executive producer for Theater of the Mind is Moses Neimer. I'm Frank Proctor. Have a great night. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.